0: Welcome back to Mindful Polly. This episode's about insecurity.
1: It's part of our Big Feels series. I'm Fox. And I'm Nova. And we wanted to cover this one early because... This is a big one. Yeah, we think we have a pet theory we want to share.
0: Yeah, and also we'll probably come back to it in future episodes.
1: Oh my gosh, yes.
0: But, uh, so the theory goes that underneath a lot of struggles and problems that people face in relationships... Almost all. Almost every single thing leads back to some underlying insecurity.
1: Yeah. I think it's true.
0: And people will make decisions for how they live their lives, how they structure their relationships all around these insecurities. Like they let it steer the ship.
1: Yes. What
0: is going on? How did we get here?
1: <laughs> and there's and I and I think it helps to clarify, I think there are two types of insecurity, you know. Oh, yeah. It's kind of an umbrella term and I think it can be we can be talking about personal insecurity or relationship insecurity.
0: Are you feeling not secure in the relationship itself or are you feeling not secure as a person? Like right. personally. Yes. About okay, yourself.
1: About yes. And uh and uh I think we've been talking about whether you've been whether we've all been trained by society to be this way. You know, I think sometimes it's like, oh you're just so insecure and people can take it really personally and be like
0: They'll they'll turn it inwardly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus like, no, like society it has a lot of weird ways of like reinforcing insecurity or kind of like validating insecurity.
0: Right. Oh man, <laughs> it comes up so often.
1: Yeah. So I think um, the biggest moment I had of like an aha of like, oh my gosh, it's all about insecurity. Yeah. Was realizing that I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to actively be in a relationship with me? Mm. So, so a lot of times insecurity is like someone might leave a partner might leave me because either a I personally am not worthy of being in a relationship with, or b that they don't find this relationship worthy of continuing. Mm-hmm. And if either of those are true, I wouldn't want to stay in that relationship. I don't want to
0: date that person. <laughs> no,
1: I don't. I don't think it's good for us to keep doing that. So you're saying.
0: That was an aha moment for you because prior to thinking that, having that realization, that fear would guide your choices then.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There would be so many moments of like, well, I don't want to lose this partner or Mm -hmm. I don't want to. This relationship is so important to me. I've just it does sound kind of simple, but I I think it is actually a powerful way to think about things because we think about all the different ways That we tend to tie a partner to us, Mm -hmm. whether we're, um, you know, we're trying to make boundaries or rules around like, I'm the only one you do this with, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times in monogamous contexts, it's like, I'm the only one you have a romantic connection with or a sexual connection with. I'm the only one you own a home with. I'm the only one you make children with. Um, And then you- We use these
0: onlys to bolster our own- sense of self worth
1: and then but I also think it kind of serves to make us feel like that can't end then they can't right because leave. we've
0: tied up our identity into it. I love it it to me it was also a aha moment for me when you shared it with me was um I often found myself worrying about relationships ending beyond my con- things that were beyond my control and what that moment, when you shared it with me, made me think of yeah, um, was, became a very central, very important one for me was respecting the other person's journey. Yeah. And that had such an impact on me at that moment because I realized that that person's decision to not be in a relationship with me is their right. It's like their, it's something that I should fight to protect their right to end it with me at any time for any reason. If they feel like they're going to be happier doing something else with someone else. Or, or even not else. with someone
1: else. Just or on their just, own.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. it Any. Anything other than being in the relationship with me. If it improve their life and make them happier. I would be the first person to tell them to do it. Yeah. Like I want that to be encouraged i want it to be taught as like important you know like we don't have like 10 commandments in poly but like to like if i had any that would be one of mine it's not how do you never feel insecure right. it should be what well, i say should uh but it could be What do I do with these insecure feelings?
1: Or even um, what what might it be like to shift my perspective on on a particular situation? So Mm. an example would be, let's say I Mm -hmm. go on a date with someone I'm really excited about. I'm really into them. And we're sitting across from each other and I can just tell that they are not feeling it. They're just not into me. Mm. There's two ways I could feel about that. One is that i could immediately go in with the negative self-talk and and say you know like i just i'm not pretty enough i'm not interesting enough i'm not fun to date i'm not fun to be around mm-hmm. you know and spiral off that way or i can say hmm it seems like we're not compatible we're just not we're just not vibing and and it's a completely different way of experiencing that same interaction yeah but it has such a big impact
0: it does. I like that reframe. It's uh, not about uh, succeeding or failing. Like you haven't f- failed to be your best you because that one person didn't like you. Yeah.
1: I, I, you know, it's funny. Um, I, one thing that I think is very strange about insecurity, it feels uh, so much of insecurity is about not feeling great about yourself, but it can actually cause you to have a very self-centered way of thinking about the world. Mm. Like making things about you that aren't about that you, are not about you. Yeah. Um, I think a really good example of this would be, so we can do a personal one from my own life. That's mm-hmm. not really poly related and yeah. a, and a personal one that is relationship. So, um, I was in a relationship with Tom for a long time mm-hmm. and he did not have a good relationship with his body and his health. Mm-hmm. And I didn't either, you know, we'd kind of gotten into that place together and I wanted to go get active again and and take better care of myself. And every time I would go to the gym and try to work out, it would make, he would feel bad about himself. I'd come home to him feeling bad about himself. So I was trying to do something good for me. And he was making that thing that I was doing about him. Mm-hmm. And man, that was, that was just, it was so rough. Like it
0: it, really, it probably harmed your motivation?
1: Oh, heck yeah. For... I had to consider that every time I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. What what I was going to come home to and how, how the dynamic would feel between us because of this thing I'd been doing for me, he made about him. Yeah, And so it's easy to see in that case, like, oh, well, he shouldn't have done that. But then when we move it over to the dating world, so an example would be, um, you know, my partner Elliot was dating Tegan. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first time they were dating. And um, I was still a baby Polly at the time, and just yeah. learning about how to handle all of that
0: <laughs> little nova,
1: and um, when he would go on dates i would I would definitely internalize that not only personally but in our relationship. I would be like, I would be thinking about what other people might think if they knew he that uh, that my partner was on a date with someone else, what they would think of me. Like, mm-hmm. like that they would think less of me, or that they would mm. judge me, mm-hmm. or that they would, um, I don't know. And I would, I would have, I would I have trouble reconnecting with Elliot sometimes because I had spent so much time thinking about these negative things. I was doing the same kinds of things, as far as like making it. Wow, a-
0: so feeling your feels and and just having the insecurities actually distanced you away from. Elliot
1: yeah. yeah we had to kind of reconnect every time when when he came back wow did yeah. you feel
0: like you, that was by choice no oh I mean I
1: didn't wow. want to be that it just
0: that blows me away that's so that, that's powerful like it, it's giving the power to your insecurity oh yeah to connect you or disconnect you from somebody oh
1: yeah oh yeah Oh,
0: I would be so angry once I realized that I allowed that to happen to myself. Because
1: he ended up being in a similar situation to what I was just describing. Like he, when he was going on dates, he was like aware of this fact that like when he would come home to me, I would be in like this headspace that we had to kind of like reconnect Repair. Yeah. Repair? Yeah. Just like I had to do with Tom coming back from like working out. It's like I feel like I had to bridge that with him. Wow. Yeah. It was not about me. And I made, I tried to make a relationship between two other people that were that were falling in love and having this wonderful incredible time together trying to make it about me.
0: I don't think you tried to do that.
1: Well, okay. But it, in my own head. Yeah. I was making it about me. That mm. they were doing this thing well, and it had anything what? to do with me.
0: You're doing like Olympic level owning your insecurity. <laughs> because that oh I've had a good 10
1: years to work on this so sure (laughs) yeah you're coming at it with some
0: experience but I mean I think a lot of people very commonly find it hard to own their insecurities yeah it's hard to admit something like that true wow okay so the un we just described the unhelpful versions what would be the helpful side of that like the more healthy way to like when you have those pop-up emotions like a way to react to them that isn't going to make it about you and isn't externalizing the cause and and getting yourself involved in someone else's relationship like what what would have been a better way
1: I mean I think that's that's not an easy thing to answer because I think part of part of what insecurity is all about is externalizing your self-worth or your relationship's worth Mm -hmm. it's Instead of being measured against you or against the two of you yeah. that are in the relationship, suddenly you're measuring it by these outside factors, oh. and then that makes everything pretty complicated. Yeah. Um, so um, that
0: path to security is about internalizing your worth.
1: Yeah, and your relationship's worth. Mm. When it comes to your your insecurity with yourself, yeah. you have a partner who you don't you don't. Mean for it to be this way, but they are basically an important source of self worth for you. Um, yeah. It becomes really difficult to imagine that relationship ending. You know, we, when we go back to that enthusiastic consent and that desire to only be in relationships that are people with people who really want to be in it with you, if your self worth is tied up in this other person, if you need their validation to feel good about you, you can't, it's, you can't really be, get to that headspace. You can't yeah. be comfortable with the idea that they might leave.
0: Or that you might want to leave. Yeah, like yeah if it's that a bad too. situation. Yeah. You're going to put up with more. You're going to put yourself through things you don't really need to put yourself through. <sighs> wow. <laughs> this is a heavy topic. It really is. Yeah. But it's worth having.
1: <laughs> There's a cat on the premise. It's- I know.
0: We have a co-host in the studio today. Yeah. Her name is Jara. She. We didn't
1: come up with a special name for her.
0: Oh. (laughs) A nickname. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jara. I used your real name. I know.
1: You just outed her.
0: Oh, no. I outed your cat.
1: As if she could ever be more angry than she already is on a daily basis.
0: She is fury personified.
1: One one way that we've talked about trying to um, cope with, insecurity when it pops up, is that there are what what you might consider reasonable and unreasonable things mm-hmm. that you could ask of your partner to help when either you're feeling insecure about yourself or about your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think every couple and every person is going to have a different idea of what they might deem right.
0: reasonable or Well, our boundaries are all our own. We're right. unique. We draw that line in different places.
1: right. Right
0: but knowing yours really well is a good uh tool. Absolutely. For your insecurities.
1: Yeah. So so if if I were to try to figure out what I think would be reasonable. So if I had a partner who was feeling insecure mm-hmm. um it it would be I would find it unreasonable for them to make any uh asks that involved other relationships. So mm-hmm. please don't take any other partners to our favorite dinner spot. Please don't do this certain sexual position with any other partners please don't you know because that makes me feel insecure those would be the kinds of things I would find personally unreasonable or that I would be unwilling to offer but if they instead said hey I'm feeling a little insecure about how much time you're offering this other partner and I'm I'm just feeling like a little disconnected then I would be like oh yeah I'd be happy to find some more let's let's plan some more dates. Let's find some time together. Let's mm-hmm. I can accommodate that. I'm yeah. willing to help with that insecurity.
0: Right. And that that willingness, unwillingness is going to be different for everybody.
1: Yeah. But those are I guess what I'm saying is just like it isn't for you alone to work on your own security in a box all the time. There are things that you can ask for sure. and request. Yeah as long as you're comfortable with the fact that your partner may or may not be willing to offer them.
0: So there's this hypothetical example.
1: Yes, I think. Um, w-
0: that I came up with.
1: <laughs> yeah, so a way of exploring your insecurity because you don't as often, I had some good examples in my stories right. of insecurity and I, I don't feel like you, um, your <laughs> insecurity isn't as triggered as often. You, you, mm-hmm. you have an easier time uh, finding security in yourself and finding security in relationships
0: yeah because i know i'm awesome (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) clearly uh anyway i yeah i so (laughs) if the question is hey fox do you ever feel insecure the answer is not often but if i were to come up with some sort of scenario in which case I would have to grapple with some insecurities the one example I did come up with which I think would be pretty good is so Nova has a thing for the guitarist from jukebox the ghost are we
1: gonna look up his name no oh
0: they can figure it out (laughs) okay make them google it great and uh who is also a cartoonist yeah which also i am and yeah. i am also i play i don't play guitar but i play bass and drums mm-hmm. uh so this you scenario think i might I, have a
1: type or something
0: you maybe have a type uh this this uh scenario i invented is you go to a jukebox the ghost concert and get to meet the band and hit it off with a guitarist <laughs> and he asks you out for a drink or something mm-hmm. it basically becomes like a solo situation for you you and this way more handsome and talented version of me.
1: <sighs> Disagree.
0: This is, well, I mean, I did that for comedic effect. Okay. Because okay. the you lesson- You wanted me to react like one that. Of the, I did want you to react how to that. How
1: dare you compare?
0: Yes. How dare I? Exactly. The, one of the lessons here is it's shallow and uh, oversimplifying to boil someone else down to just these categories of what they do and then basically comparing me to him is like saying well we're both cartoonists and we're both musicians and he's like more handsome and talented so my insecurity would be that you're going to trade up
1: yeah right and right like why would you need me anymore if why you would have you need me? if you found this uh, better version of all the things i am yeah which like like it's just Let's st- let's start talking
0: about all the ways in which that's Do you unreasonable.
1: Imagine that, like, yeah, that's, so many ways. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> even that, like, I mean, who is to say how many slots I have in my heart for heart slots. musician, cartoonists? Like, I might have quite can, a few. We're like the like Highlander. You guys there would can be just only be one. Just <laughs>
0: you can only date one of us at a time. No, <laughs> you refuse. You wouldn't even start. A relationship with someone who believed that?
1: No, I, I mean, I I, I might start a relationship with them, but I might try to see if I could... Um... You're
0: going to change them?
1: No, not change them. <laughs> Just introduce them to some new ideas.
0: Oh, okay. That's a way nicer way to put I'm it.
1: I'm not going to force it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks thanks for talking to me about insecurity today, Fox.
0: Nova, it was my pleasure.
1: I, I think you're pretty cool.
0: You're pretty cool, too. Thanks. Did you learn something? You kind of learned where the edges of my actual insecurities are around my <laughs> Yeah, if I date
1: Jukebox the Ghost Guy. <laughs> I should actually look up his name. I feel really bad about not knowing his name.
0: Yeah, I really like not ever mentioning it. Okay. That makes my insecurity feel better. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're only human. No, in reality I would be so excited for you to date him because then I would be like, does he can he like introduce me to a publisher? Like uh like or can my band open for his band? <laughs> like
1: Oh my god, that'd be adorable. <laughs> wow.